0: Listening to the Joe Mays and j Rock Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The O2 pit. Twig of the a Shut him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 world champions of baseball! Hockey? Baseball! Yeah.
1: The Big it, Ten Championship lies it. on a measurement. Did he get it? No!
0: He didn't get it! Penn State home! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions.
1: Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Brady lines them up, he's
0: back again, he steps up. he's hit, he stumbles, he is throwing
1: it deep for the end zone, and it is batted around, and incomplete, Incomplete. and the game is over, the game is
0: over, the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you! Let the celebration begin! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rapp. Alright, so this is our first time back in a while, and obviously I don't have my cameras even set up right yet. Um, so I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to change some things around here. Um, but yeah, welcome back. It's been, so I thought it was August since we last did this show, but it was actually July and I believe the final one or two in July was just me or me and a guest. Yeah, I think so. it was. Um, I think
1: I had like, uh, sent you my pics and things like that. Uh, because yeah, look, because I even
0: are... I only have me listed here. I yeah. don't even have yeah. You're like, so it's been a you're while. Like, Take a hint. Um, <laughs> like yeah, what are you doing? Here? But yeah,
1: so I think I was away. Um, well, let me present. I know I was away. I think that was when you were uh, doing the last couple episodes that we had done here. Um, you know, we we did a lot of our our preview stuff, and then I know we got kind of uh, we 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 get not not sidetracked because we know it's coming, uh, but we kind of shift our attention uh, to some other uh projects for the for the late summer and fall um you know we do some more uh local things and you know that's kind of a weekly basis and then we also had some other events that kind of slowed down that even for a little bit uh this fall uh you know and uh, next thing you know now it's uh almost thanksgiving but here we are uh back in plenty to talk about as as we kind of get ready to kind of uh, you know just kind of hit on some of the things that we've uh, seen with with uh, NFL football and kind of you know maybe I'm sure w- mixed in there will be some of our expectations for things moving forward
0: yeah definitely so um, camera stuff not going great didn't realize that it was all <laughs> messed up so well maybe we might have this weird angle here for the uh, majority of the show cool. but- I'm not
1: I'm not even it it's cool.
0: It's just it's like cool. you're you're in the corner and and yeah. the background is uh like mostly um, um down at you. <laughs> the background is mostly my basement featuring the stylings of uh my girl's toys. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's fun. Um but so yeah, we haven't talked sports that weren't local high school football since uh July on the show, for the record. Right, the true, true. Yeah, yes. cuz obviously It'd probably
1: been a good uh, I don't know uh twelve hours since we had sent it. To- actually no. Right. Um yeah, actually it's about ten hours since I think we were yeah. texting. Oops.
0: Oh now Sorry. you're breaking stuff.
1: I, I, it's just like, yeah. I now now I'm ready to go. But yeah, so we uh <laughs> yeah I think we were texting this morning around eleven o'clock <laughs> about some yeah. uh, about uh some things uh that that we that you had seen and, and uh, we had some discussion. So but anyway. Yeah, so it is our first time back on on the air discussing these things, Um, so kind of a change of pace. You know, sometimes, I don't mean this the wrong way, but you'll understand exactly what I mean. You know, we were kind of hoping, you know, we kind of hope not to do this show back until December sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. I mean, well. Only because it's dependent on the success of the other things that we are covering in the fall. Yeah, so the plan had
0: been to not do this show, I think throughout august maybe like we may have i may have done a solo one i can't remember now looking back on it but we haven't had a show since 264 which i think was like july 29th then all of august was meant to be the bulldog hour and then we were going to do a show i think either first or second week after the nfl season started i think it was week two we were going to talk nfl week two right we were going to take you know it was like six weeks off and we're going to do all bulldog hour stuff which we started to do we we actually had i think like five or six episodes that were like preseason stuff, lead up yeah. interviews. Then we did a show after the regular season game one, which was the Wilson Central Dolphin game. We previewed the Mifflin game, which was the second game of Wilson's season. But the night of that game, Su- surprise, <laughs> surprise, there was a essentially a a fifty year storm event with significant, significant rain, unlike I've ever seen in my life that I can remember. Yeah, I've ne-
1: I've personally, like, I mean, with my own eyes, I've never seen anything like that. It, it was those it
0: Roads were literally rivers. Mm-hmm. Cars were trapped, uh, destroyed, including um, also houses. People suffered significant damage, so much so that they probably weren't living there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we were hit a little bit and unfortunately impacted where we do these shows. Yeah. So yeah. the basement was a mess for a while, and until we got things up and going... Um, It was essentially um, two months had gone by. It was the end of October when Justin and I came back. So we were on the air the end of August, didn't come back till the end of October. And, uh, I'm just thinking
1: to the quote, oh, and I'm like, yeah, we've got a couple weeks, you know, where I'm good <laughs> for shows. And yeah, as the narrator voices over, he was not good for a couple of that weeks. That was not to be. Because
0: as soon as we came back within, like, I think three days of doing a show... This guy here decided to become a dad again. Yeah. So, uh, b- congratulations! Thank you. Uh, I Thank think you. I said it on both Bulldog hours yeah, that I did yeah. without I, you. I was, I was watching. I wanted to make sure that those that don't overlap here, you know, may not be from the Berks County area, and only care about what we have to say about pro sports. Um, you know, Justin became a dad again, another little boy. So, uh, uh-huh. keeping that. Uh, that. That gene pool is strong, and we got a large amount of uh, sports in the future. I, I would think, uh, based on uh, the fandoms of you and your dad, uh, and as well as uh, your your grandfathers as well, were yeah, sports yeah, fans. Yeah, so. we,
1: we can we can hope that I, I push them down that road. Yeah, think, <laughs>
0: they, they think we'll get there, especially yeah. with uh, Austin wanting to be the Penn State drum major—not once, but twice. <laughs> yes, uh, for Halloween. Yes.
1: Yeah, but we were, we were all lined up to do Star Wars stuff for Halloween this year, you know? And then he was like, what happened? We, we had started the plan already to get this. He wanted to be Kylo Ren. All right. And so that's what we were going to do. And then next thing you know, we went up to Penn State and he sees the band and was like, nope, I no, changed I'm my doing mind. That again. Like, we were up there and he's like, I changed my mind. I want to be the drum major again for Halloween. Well, okay. Like I, I'm not really going to argue with that one, especially right. since. uh we just basically had to modify last year's costume. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, if if something's going to beat Star Wars, it, you know, it's got to be Penn State related. Right, right. Like there are a
1: few th- things that would make that an acceptable like outcome for Joey, and that is one where he's, you know, it, ah, you know, it, it hurts that it's not the Star Wars, but it's an acceptable alternative. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So. Yep. So that's where we're at. That's why we're gone for so long. We didn't mean to take three plus months off, but that But just... we're back now. But we're here and we have a lot of NFL to catch up with. Obviously we can't tackle all the stuff from, you know, the first what, ten weeks of the season or wherever we're I... at here.
1: I thought that's what we were doing. I thought we were doing a breakdown <laughs> of every game so far. Three First.
0: hour show tonight. I'm sure I'm sure the families would
1: love that. It would be the three hour and final show. Yeah. <laughs> Series finale. Actually it would probably be the final thing I ever did. So
0: uh. <laughs> So um Well, what you know, entering the year, uh the Eagles were the champions. Which I said... Are. They are the <laughs> champions. True. They are the they champions. They still are the champions. However,
1: I think we can uh, start to put to bed any thought that we will be having these conversations come February. Yeah, because... Or January, for that matter. But, <laughs> I was going
0: to uh, say, it could be a, a rough go for all of us, yeah. uh, and all of our local fans, at least, of having any semblance of playoff football come January, uh, because things have not been going great um maybe of the teams that we talk about the one doing the best is unfortunately the patriots or i guess the steelers we can't count out the steelers because yeah. we do have we do have steelers fans uh that listen but other than that i
1: our <laughs> yeah. friend friend of show chad henny is having the, this is his true team is this having is strong yeah so yeah um They are they are rocketing up my list of rooting interests. Oh, they
0: are pretty much at the top. Which up up
1: until last year would have been the kiss of death for the Chiefs. (laughs) So we got um, that monkey off your back. So maybe we can go two for two here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into some stuff about the Eagles, but it it is not looking good.
0: Yeah. Well, we're just we're just going to go in the order that. Google NFL standings here right. have it. Yep. So we'll actually we'll start with the AFC East, which okay. is pretty much exactly as we predicted, I think. Yeah. Uh we had New England winning, which I think ninety nine point nine percent of everyone out there that was making, you know, true picks and not being completely out there, right. have New England winning the division. Yeah. And despite a rocky start when they went 1-2 and two, and then are coming off a loss now, they have a bye this week, but they lost to the Titans last week. They're 7-3, and three, and they don't look like world beaters like they have in other years, but they're still solid Group A in the AFC. Yeah. So they're right there at the top. Now, Miami started strong 3-0. and oh. They've dropped uh, five of their last seven to sit at 500. They're on a bye this week as well. Um, they're playing well at home, four and one. They can't win on the road, which is a problem because you play half your games on the road. Uh, I don't expect them to make the playoffs. Unfortunately, they're going to be where Justin and I say all the time is the worst place
1: to be. Is it going to be seven and nine yeah. to nine and seven? They're going to, they're going to cling to that uh, number 16 draft pick. Probably right. And, uh,
0: not, not good enough to keep everyone around, not bad enough to get rid of everyone. So just that mediocrity, which is the worst place to be.
1: Okay. But I have a huge question for you. Who is the Dolphins quarterback next year? Let me rephrase that. Is the Dolphins no, quarterback I know next I, year no. on the roster right now? I, Honestly, you knew what I was going to yeah. say immediately. Honestly, but, I don't
0: think so. Because yeah, you're either. not sticking with Osweiler. And I no. think it, I think Ross, or general manager, owner Stephen Ross may decide that now's the time. I, but see, the thing to me is, are they? does that mean they get rid of Gase too? That's the question.
1: See, and that's where I think the record this year comes into play bigger. I think if they fall off and don't finish with eight or more wins, I think Gase may be gone as well. So then you have Gase and the new quarterback, you know. So well the Gase gone, and well that makes sense. It does. I feel like if you win eight games with Brock Osweiler and the shell of Ryan Tannehill when he's there, when he's not in as quarterback, I feel like you've kind of deserved the next shot. Now some people would say, yeah, he's had it though long enough. But I, I understand, and it's not like they're an offensive juggernaut. And that was supposed to be Gase's thing, but it, you know we both would agree it's not the ideal situation there. I, I don't know. I don't know what the quick fix is. I don't think the quarterback of the future is on that team right now, and that's the problem. And it's hard to. I think you know we're going to spend some time. And I was actually texting someone about this about the Eagles earlier. Like, okay, so the Eagles are four and six, but you know Dolphins are five and five, and like you said while they're they're technically in it and all these things, you know, it's a tough road to actually get where they would really want to be. You, you need to figure out what I was saying for the Eagles was they need to figure out like for players, like, are you part of the future or not here moving forward? The Dolphins, yes, there's some of that for the players aspect, but you also need to figure that out for some of the coaches. And I think that is the part. That's that's a little tougher sometimes, especially when you're unsure of what you have at some of the positions. You know, like when you don't know if the players you have are good enough, then it makes it really difficult to evaluate the the coach. Now it's a it's easy easier to evaluate the coach when you know the players aren't good enough, right? You know, like when you know the players aren't good enough. Well, that changes your evaluation of the coach. Right. When you don't know, that's tougher because now you don't know where the blame needs to go. You don't know whether it's going to go to it is Tannehill and Osweiler, is that the biggest problem? Or is that a problem because the coach hasn't developed them enough? Or is it the coach hasn't developed them enough and they're not good enough? You know, like so I think it's I think it's a combination of things here. I think the overall record is going to be the key to whether Gase comes back or not. Surprise. Like if you break that down, like I'm essentially saying if they win enough, he'll be back, obviously. <laughs> but I think they need to get to eight wins for Gase to be back. I know that's kind of crazy, seven and nine, you know. I, but I think, I think seven and nine is a step back for the Dolphins. I, I don't remember what their record was last year, but, um, and I think anything short of five hundred, he's definitely gone. I'm not sure five hundred keeps him safe. I think nine keeps him safe. How do you fire a nine win coach? With oh, it's been uh, done. With, with, I think a ten win coach has been oh, fired. I, absolutely, so. absolutely. But so I just think Jerry Jones fired
0: uh Jimmy Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. and Tom Landry. Yeah.
1: So I just think I think nine wins gates keeps his job. I think less than that, he's he's on thin ice and, and it could be just a whole reset in Miami, which would be unfortunate. But you know, like you said, being eight and eight with no real distinct plan for the future isn't any better than being bad and actually having a plan for the for the future. Right. So.
0: So, I pulled up the Dolphins' final six games, not to sit on them for a while, but to me, they have two winnable games, two toss up games, and two loss games that are losses. And it may be pushing it to say that the Colts game is a toss up because Indianapolis is starting to look pretty good.
1: Really good. So, which is fun. Like, how long has it been since the Colts were? Right. Good and relevant. They got like, they
0: were a little rusty earlier, man, you know, kinda to be expected after basically being without Andrew Luck for all but two years, but, you know. But they're so, starting to get things going now.
1: Right. Yeah. So and they give me the same feeling that watching Mississippi State gives me in college football. It makes me miss my old my great. team's old coordinator is what it does. Yeah. And watching Frank Wright call plays for Indianapolis right now is is a lot of the, fun to watch. Did you
0: see the Ebron special today?
1: Yeah, yeah. He overthrew it. But did you see Luck dive for that ball? And he all looked, I can think is, man, to protect that shoulder, hey, he's <laughs> like, a football player, man. He's a winner. He did, wants to. Did you see him doing the Ty celebration at one point? I oh did oh not. my gosh, it was great. It How was, about? It was great.
0: How about? So we well versed in the Philly special. We got to see the Ebron special today, which is essentially the Philly special going I, I the other I way. you going. And then yesterday we had <laughs> Rutgers run basically a it was the East Brunswick th- special. It was the Rutgers special <laughs> against Penn State. Thankfully, all the guy all I can tra- say is Dropped it. He was thank, wide open.
1: The thank quarterback. God he dropped it because if he catches that, I think it's 13 7 at yeah, that point. Yeah, it would have been. And who knows how that game goes, from right? There. So oh. let's not talk about that. That's yeah. just
0: that is that's just sad what's happening. It was another pathetic win. They better get another pathetic win this week, too, and then uh, hope that I they hope, can pull it I out hope a, they get a pathetic that's what win. This I'm, week. Right. It's, a win is a win, whether it's pathetic <laughs> or great. <laughs> I'll take the win. I nice. just. Man, yeah. Yeah. where we are right now, there are no style points. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. We just
1: need wins.
0: So so basically, toss. I think toss up against the Colts, but I'd still favor the Colts. The Bills are such an enigma. I have no idea what to think, but you got to win that game. You might beat them by
1: 40 or lose
0: by 40. Right. Well, maybe they'll beat them like 40 to 14 at home, but then they'll lose. In a game that maybe could give them a playoff spot, right. Miami will go to Buffalo they'll and be get blown out. They'll
1: be 8 and 7 going in there with a chance to or win. Or worse, like, they'll be 9 and 6. Uh, with a chance. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, they beat the Colts, beat the Bills, then beat New England in Miami because that just tends to happen. Right. Then they'll lose to the Vikings, they'll lose to the Jags, and have a chance to 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 go to the playoffs. Just having to beat the lowly Bills, who probably haven't lost or haven't won a game since. And then Buffalo beat them like forty to fourteen. Yeah,
1: Josh Allen will run for two hundred twenty yards, <laughs> throw for seventy. Right. Yeah.
0: So well, so no, enough about my Dolphins, and we mentioned the Bills and Jets have just been up and down, Dude, really inconsistent. Take, and, and if
1: you take Sam Darnold's first game away. Who does not look good? Talk about Jets. There's a guy we were talking Dolphins. I don't know what happens with Gase. Todd Bowles is gone. The only reason he's not fired is because they don't have anyone to put in as head coach because right. all the coordinators are going to be gone too. All right. So out west,
0: Justin mentioned a little bit because this one's of Chad far. Henney. but and it got it got a little interesting today
1: because the, the Chargers, Chargers lost. The Chargers lost on a last-second field goal to the Broncos. Wow. Yeah. So the guy actually made it twice because they called the timeout. Wow, I missed that. I thought the Chargers won. No, yeah. The Broncos went down the field and kicked a 29-yarder like, or whatever, yeah. Wow. Kudos to the Broncos, man. And I'll tell you, Von Miller, they talked about it a bunch. He has Phillip Rivers' number. He has sacked Phillip Rivers more than any other like defender that Rivers had ever gone against. So much for getting Joey Bosa and back. He, and he also had a pick against him today. Um, and then the Raiders won on last second field goal, too. I missed both of those. Uh, they ended within like thirty seconds of each other, and I missed our picks on both of them because of last-second field goals.
0: As did I. I took yeah. the Chargers and the Cardinals. I'd
1: only missed two other games, and Ooh. then it doubled the four in a matter of two <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> That's the way the so cookie it crumbles. goes. Yeah, so it goes. Well, the Chiefs are you know two two-game lead with six to go. Obviously, we've seen worse things happen right. for teams, but and they've got a tough one. Uh, Monday night yeah. against the Rams, game which is of the, the year, man. game of the century of the year. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the way the uh, really right. works. Right. Uh, but it is. It's a huge,
1: huge game. chiefs rams They put, they put together, quote-unquote, the all-star officiating group. For this, I did. And I game. did. Hey, you know what? Own it, NFL. I'm glad. Like, yeah. That's what they should do. Don't, don't shy away from it. It's the biggest it. game of the season. and I mean, I mean that,
0: and that's not... That's not hyperbole. It is literally the biggest game of the season
1: to date. I think someone – like if you look, the last time teams with this good of a record met up on Monday Night Football, it has been a long, long time. Yeah, it should be a
0: ratings bonanza. Yeah, so – But I think we're going to stay the course here. I don't think there's going to be much more jostling despite the Chargers loss today. I think Chiefs win that division. Chargers are a really strong five seed. They are.
1: (laughs) And the Broncos – Broncos are – Good enough that their coach isn't going to get fired during the season, but he's not going to survive (laughs) the postseason. I don't think he's gone. He was almost gone last year. I think he's gone after one year. That's
0: weird. But and then,
1: but the Raiders, man, talk about a win that could come back to haunt them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Are they still in track to take the first pick though? Because the Giants also won today. They did. Yeah, but they beat the Cardinals, and now the Cardinals have that tiebreaker with them. (laughs) Yeah, but the Cardinals aren't going to take a quarterback. So that's true. That's true. Are the Raiders though? They're going to unload their car. they kept car? showing.
1: It was really weird that their car would go over and he and Gruden would be yelling at each other. And then like the next time they'd be like all joking around and then the next time they'd be yelling at each other. <laughs> that's that's Surprise. showbiz, baby. Yeah. Man. So
0: AFC North, um, I think also kind of kind of playing out the way we thought it would. I mean, yeah. we said Ravens, Bengals, Browns, nothing special. We thought the Browns would be better. They are. They've won three games this year. Right. Uh, and
1: they, they are certainly better than oh, they have absolutely, been, you know. Absolutely. they won one game over the last two years. They've won three this year. They've tied another one. Um Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a huge step up for the Browns. And and just, it'll be interesting to see how it
0: Just wait till Conalisa Rice is oh, walking the yeah. sidelines yeah. next
1: year. Oh, man. You, know, you never know what to expect there. You, you want to talk about Making it a show.
0: Man, if I wanted to, I could make so many jokes, but uh, I we don't get into politics on this no, show. No, so I know. They're all sitting there. i not, not going to th- loft no. any of this. I mean, they're all out there on Twitter and on social right. media.
1: And but it's one of those things where, yeah, yeah. Talk would...
0: about the most bizarre notification I've ever gotten on <laughs> my phone. And from some of the texts that we send to each other, some of the right. pictures and gifts right. that we send back and forth, there's sometimes you look at your phone and just shake your head. And I got this notification; I couldn't take my eyes away from it, <laughs> and I was like, "I have to text Justin right
1: now." Yeah, like I. Let's just put this: someone we were we were talking before the show. Someone mentioned that um, her name has been floated around for athletic director jobs a lot. She was on Which the college would make playoff sense. committee. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that she wouldn't necessarily even be good for, like, a front, front office, office job. Right. She'd probably, exactly. She'd probably be an excellent person for, like, Jerry Jones to bring in and take a step back. Not going to happen. But, like, you know, like, she would probably be great at a football operations thing. Hiring someone who has zero coaching experience zero. at any level to just be your NFL head coach just because, like, they have good organizational and management skills, I – I think that would be a stretch. <laughs> I think that would be a stretch. Hire? Listen, if the Browns want to bring her in, make her. Well, they have Dorsey, but like make her your head of football operations. Right. Like that. Ugh, it was just so bizarre. Right. I I just didn't. I I had to do a
0: double take yeah. and just see. Am I reading this correctly? Because like you hey. said, there's so many other sports related jobs that make total sense for her it's to just, be in. In
1: my head, it, I can just picture how it goes, though, because this is how it goes with every Browns coach, that regardless of what they put out there for her to actually use as a coach, they would fire her in a year or two anyway, and they'd be back with their like 45th quarterback over the last 10 years or something.
0: How about the Steelers, though? Be- pretty much being Pittsburgh, as we always know, start the season 1, 2, and 1 and win and six we, in a row.
1: We are telling everyone that would listen They are going to be fine. We've seen this movie before. I literally, I know that's in text that we sent to ourselves and to the group. We've seen this movie before. I don't want to hear it from Steelers I don't want to hear it from Pittsburgh
0: fans, and I don't want to hear it from Steeler haters because it's all the same thing. Because
1: they're going to win the division. They're going to be great, and look at what they're doing. Well, Uh, An interesting thing.
0: We did get a text just now or a few minutes ago. An
1: an interesting thing to note would be that the Steelers – Like that, that tie could be huge when you look at these AFC rankings, um, for who's going to be the one seed or two seed or whatever. Now, the Chiefs have a game on the Steelers or a game and a half. I don't know how that really works, but they also have the tiebreaker because they beat the Steelers. So the Chiefs have are in line for the one seed. They have a really tough game tomorrow. Like so you don't know how that'll go. Well the But the Steelers having that tie instead of a loss, like where the Patriots are seven and three right now, correct. And the Steelers are seven, two and one, and it's all based off of win percentage. Well, and it it gets weird.
0: We have the game of the century of the week sixteen, Steelers, Patriots. Oh well so there we go. Oh, that, awesome. It'll all be decided on the field.
1: Um but and yeah. whether or not Jesse James gets in the end zone this time, right? <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap up the AFC. See, see, I can joke about it because Brent Selleck caught the ball.
0: So <laughs> that's right, exactly. So let's finish up the AFC with the South, and uh, you know another another division. I think they that... might be
1: the first team ever to start zero three and win seven in a row.
0: Okay, well, we saw yeah. the Saints last year start 0-2 and win 8 in a row, yeah. right? So yeah. the Texans are just like, hold my beer. Uh, so I mean, maybe they'll rattle off three more and they'll go 10-3 <laughs> and and you know, oh win 10 gosh. in a row. Um, good for Bill O'Brien. Good for Deshaun yeah. Watson. I'm, I'm, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. It's a
1: team that I, I kind of root for. J.J. Watt. You but know. then I look at second place here. And he getting got interesting the colts. yeah
0: the colts have won four in a row they started one and five yeah and wasn't there also a really bad overtime loss in there yeah that they yeah. like frank reich was
1: like was in, that their last london, loss in london was that the last went, loss he too? went for two instead of or no i'm trying oh he um he went for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field of, ball no something? instead of punting like with like 35 seconds left or something like that from his own territory, though. And then they gave up the field goal and lost. But at the time, the Colts didn't look like they were going to be much. And you're like, oh, well, he's just trying to get the win, like all this stuff. Well, now that loss might hurt him more than the tie. Here, it might have been well, that That was against overtime. the Texans, too. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That was – it was not their last loss. Their last loss was – see, that one, that's the head scratcher there. Losing, losing to, to the, the Jets. Jets. Right,
1: yeah. But after they lost to the Jets, they got things – Well, you know what? That was when they had TY Hill like they're like they had like six guys missing on like both sides of the ball for that game which would put them on about par with the Jets. <laughs> so, um yeah, so they uh they beat the yeah, they
0: beat the um Redskins in week 2. Yeah. Uh but then lost which to the Eagles, win, lost to the Texans. <laughs> uh lost to the Patriots, lost to the Jets and all of a sudden they beat the Bills, they beat the Raiders, they beat the Jags, they beat the Titans. Right. And uh, well, so here see, we are.
1: Those wins probably got increasing like impressiveness too. Right, like right, right. each week, you're like, "Ah, oh, where's it going to go?" Well, next week they play the Dolphins, so yeah, I well, honestly... that's a win.
0: <laughs> but then they got a couple. They got huge games and really three huge games because the Dolphins Colts could be a tiebreaker depending on how things go yeah. in the AFC. Then you got to beat the Jags to pretty much end their season at that point.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> watching the Jags on the sideline today after they lost that game. You give it another couple weeks, the Jags might have packed it in, man. They well, might have packed it in today. Well, hey, you win with that mentality
0: and you lose with that mentality because they—that that is the prime example of the type of culture that, like, confidence that becomes cockiness that when yeah. you're winning
1: is well, great. And another alert that went out today is how this offseason, they may be shopping Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> Ramsey's so, gone. And, yeah, that'll be interesting because he is an extreme talent, but he also – Brings the cameras, man. Yep. Not everybody wants that.
0: Uh, so Colts Texans here in week, uh, 14 on December 9th. That's a huge game. I wonder if that has the potential to get flexed
1: to a Sunday night. Potentially. Game, if, if I don't know what the other schedule If looks Indy like would
0: win the next two weeks right. to go to 7 and 5, and you got the Texans at 8 and 4 or 9 and 3, absolutely. That could be a huge, huge game. So keep an eye on Indianapolis, which Justin, I could both be wrong about them. Um,
1: yeah, we but well, we were both wrong because I didn't think I didn't buy into Andrew Luck like ever looking like right. he used to, and, and he, he certainly does. Certainly does. Man, that bomb he had to Ty Hilton today was thank awesome. you, thank that you, Ty, awesome. looking good.
0: So we picked the Jags in this division, but we did think the Texans look, would be look, better. So look at the
1: points for they've scored sixty points essentially more than the t- Texans and. More than 120, more than the other two teams in the division. Like yeah. they're scoring lots of points, which hey, that's that's going to be key for them.
0: All right, in the NFC, we'll get let's rip the bandaid off quickly. NFC, yeah, East, we'll do it. weird, weird division. Honestly, any team could still win it. We got yeah. the Giants coming alive yeah. now with a two-game winning streak. Dallas has won two in a row after their uh, uh, sneak out of Atlanta with the victory against the Falcons today, who are very struggling. I'm sure we'll talk about them shortly. Yeah. Um, the Redskins lose today. Um, and lost their quarterback, And lost man. Alex Smith on the anniversary of Joe Theismann. And he's there. And he's <laughs>
1: 33 years to the day that he snapped his leg in half. Compound fracture,
0: tibia and fibula both snapped for <clears throat> yeah. Alex Smith. Yeah.
1: And, uh, oh, man.
0: And uh, is Colt brutal. McCoy their backup?
1: He was. And he led them and they took the lead and then they lost.
0: <laughs> but, I first time this year that a Redskins game has had a lead change. Yeah, I saw that. How How crazy is that? That was the. That was so basically, if Washington scored first, they won. If their opponent scored first, they They lost. lost,
1: Right, and it didn't change. Right, they hadn't lost the game. They they explained it in the most convoluted way on Red Zone. They're like, the Redskins have not lost a a game in which they have held the lead all year, and they have not won a game in which they have trailed in any like. But yes. <laughs>
0: essentially, it's who right. scored first? Right. Whichever team scored first won the game, right. whether it was Washington or the opponent. Yeah. And today it didn't happen because there was a lead change. Right.
1: So, and multiple lead changes. And then, yeah. But
0: with their loss and the Cowboys win, Dallas is only one game back, Eagles... Remain only two back despite losing two in a row. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, NFC teams, one of them, your hated rivals. And then the Giants win two in a row now, climb to three and and seven.
1: Saquon turned some heads today. Not that he hasn't been putting good good things, but he had 150 some total yards and three total touchdowns today, including 140 rushing yards. Good for him. Yeah. I love seeing him do well while the Giants are still bad. So I say bad. They're still, they're one Mm -hmm. game. Worse than the Eagles, and they just haven't. They Eagles barely beat them. I think the first time they played
0: NFC West. We talked about the Rams a little bit. Just had that huge matchup against the Chiefs uh, tomorrow night on Monday Night yeah.
1: Football. Coming off of like, well, two weeks ago they got ex- not exposed a little bit, but the Saints beat them. It's not exposed when you lose to a great team on the road like that. I don't, it's not really exposing, but the Rams rebounded last week. But that was a close one against the, uh, against the Seahawks, who they played close twice. The yeah. Seahawks, who on in the same division, sitting there at five and five. And I'm like, man, like they, they kind of look, they have some of the aspects of a scary team, not the same scary that the Seahawks had a few years ago, right. but just man, Russell Wilson looks good when they can, they, they're finally getting some playmakers around him and not stars, but guys who can just, make plays, and they can give him enough time on the offensive line and, like, you know, make enough catches and make enough plays on defense. But it, it's a very different style from what they did before, but they're running the ball really well, and they ran the ball really well against Packers on Thursday. They
0: got six games left, three should-be wins, and then I'd say two are toss-ups and one's a probable loss. Yeah. So this team has the potential to, I think, get to 10-6. and six. Yeah. If everything goes right now they need to beat the Panthers in Carolina, a team that's probably going to be pretty upset with the way they lost to Detroit today. Yeah. Failing on the two-point you, conversion.
1: Yeah. You want to talk about another team that's kind of like up and down, to inconsistent. Make them, I don't know what to make of them.
0: Well, same thing with the Vikings.
1: That's twice. I'm just going to let it go. That's why so I don't drop it again.
0: Same thing <laughs> with the Vikings though. There at times they look incredible and then like in what week 2 or 3 they get destroyed by the by Bills. The bills. Uh, right.
1: and then they play the Bears tonight, so who, who knows how that's going right. to go. Right, so. um, but then the, 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 Seahawks,
0: well. the Seahawks have the Chiefs, So, yeah. but then you play the 49ers twice and the Cardinals once. Both of those teams are 2-8, and you division Both games. Both
1: teams who are incentivized to lose. Like, right. You know, like, well, so.
0: see, the thing is, the 49ers aren't taking a quarterback. They're not. So who but, do they want? Ed Oliver? Even,
1: even better, though. A running get, back? Yeah, get, we'll get... Get that high pick, and you can trade they out can of trade it. You can trade out of it and try to get to a bunch of stuff. Although so, trading this year isn't nearly as valuable as trading last year.
0: Right. So, you know, NFC West basically, especially if the Rams win tomorrow night, Rams have, I think, all but won the division. Yeah, because I think they beat the Seahawks twice already. Right. So, so they have that the, the tiebreaker there. So right. so they'd have Rams they'd probably, have
1: a seven-game lead. Yeah, yeah they'd, they'd have it tied up.
0: All right. In the north, the Bears play Man, tonight. This, this Vikings. this is exciting. This is a huge game. Huge, yeah. huge game. Bears have won three in a row. We said the Bears would be better. I actually think we might have both had them finishing second in the division.
1: Right.
0: So maybe maybe third. I don't know. Because the Packers are always an interesting team. They're a team. I feel like they're the Steelers of the NFC, but they're on the downside of that trend. I I feel like you expected them to get going here, but they can't win away from Lambeau. Right.
1: I heard something tonight. I think the game is in Chicago. Um, And the. The last Vikings quarterback to win their first game at at the Bears was, I think, um, Tavars Jackson. I was going to say Randall Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but well, yeah, we I, see
0: that game is live right now with the Bears holding a three nothing lead and um, about you know halfway and through the second quarter. Be honest,
1: this is another one, and it, again, it has a different perspective as my team keeps dropping down the standings. Um, cause there, there's a stretch in the middle where I start looking at, I want the good teams to win and the mediocre teams to lose. So right. like, I've been rooting against the Seahawks, even when they're playing the Rams in a sense, not rooting, but like last week, because thinking it's the Eagles are not shooting for a bye. The Eagles are shooting for a wild card. Right. And in a wild card, the Seahawks are more of a threat than the nine and one or at the time, eight and one Rams, you know? Right. So like, now that's probably quickly becoming a non-factor. Um, however, you know when when I look at this, it, it's interesting to kind of watch. Um, I kind of like seeing the Bears. Like it's fun to me to watch Khalil Mack and, and that defense play. You know, um, m- seeing Mitchell Trubisky make that progress under Nagy that he hadn't really shown last year. I mean, I know he at times flashed it, but. It's kind of interesting because that, that's one of those guys that, like, I honestly only saw him play in college a, a little bit mm-hmm. because he played for North Carolina. And right. who was going to watch for them? <laughs> like, yeah. not North Carolina, like, a couple of years ago when they were, were like, really Borderline, good. Relevant. Yeah. Right. They're, you know, so it's just interesting to see how this has evolved into, look, if you've got the skills, we have these young revel- – not revolutionary, but like these young, dynamic, offensive-minded coaches that we think can get the most out of these young quarterbacks. When,
0: how, how about the, the running back tandem of Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen? <sighs> yeah. Oh, that helps. And then there's oh, the new flavor add, Monsters of Monsters of the Midway. And anytime you can feature a Penn State former Penn State defender in that group, and right. Adrian Amos, right. you know, um, I'm all about you, it.
1: You add Allen Robinson right. in the offseason at wideout, like, man, the Jags could use him. But Right. You know, I. Jags and can use a lot. Jags are gonna jag, man. Yeah. <laughs> so NFC
0: South this one we definitely swung in a miss on because I think we well, I discounted the Saints for sure. I don't you had the Falcons winning, I had the Panthers winning. But man, New Orleans after looking bad in week one, losing to the Bucks, which thankfully knocked me out of the Survivor Pool in week one. Congratulations, Drew Brees. That that's the <laughs> accomplishment I'll remember forever for this season is uh, having faith that you could beat the Bucks in week one and not do it. But then you'd win your next nine games huh. and
1: in after, dominant fashion. After almost losing to the Browns in week two.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Everyone was like, what's wrong with the Saints? Well, right. nothing. Apparently yeah, nothing yeah. is wrong with the Saints. Um, they're at perfect on the road, which is not something you usually say about a New no. Orleans team. Uh, that, that's what made the week one loss even worse, is that they lost at home. Right. Right. But, you know, they've scored 378 points, which I believe (laughs) it leads the league. There was 335. Oh, my God. Chiefs, 353. So, I'm guessing the Rams were 335. Yeah. Yes, they were. So, Rams, Chiefs, and Saints, scoring a lot, all have one loss.
1: Right. So. Surprise. Scoring lots of points helps. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does seem to (laughs) help. But, man, the Saints, yeah, they've got it going. It wasn't great today. Oh, and they got but,
0: their – I don't want to say – how do I say this? Now they have their running back tandem back. Yes. Like yeah. Ingram missed the first four right. weeks. And now after taking about a month to get things going. And they going, kept giving
1: him the ball today uh, when I needed Kamara to have the right. ball. If, if my Eagles are going to get their butts kicked, at least give it to the guy. That, that, you, that you have on I the fantasy a roster. But he redeemed himself with that fourth and seven pass when they were up 31. where He catches like a 40-yard touchdown pass. Um that kind of helped. But, yeah, the Saints are looking really good. Oh, and they have the inside track, too. If they can keep winning. Right. Now, they have a much tougher road than the Rams to the end of the season. But if they can finish equal to the Rams in terms of losses, they have the upper edge because they beat them head-to-head. So, man, playoff playoff football in New Orleans can be fun.
0: Hey, but how about this schedule? You just mentioned it. They got the Falcons on a short week. Now, they get them at home. But it is the Thanksgiving night game, Falcons at Saints. I,
1: and yeah, that's tough because it's a short week. I at this point, I feel like the Falcons are so overrated. Like I picked the Cowboys today, and I was surprised the Cowboys didn't win by more. And I don't mean that because I think the Cowboys are great. They're they're playing well right now. But I think the Falcons got a lot of people to buy in when they went on that winning streak after they started off really poorly, and then they won a few in a row. But I still am just. I feel like they're the same old Falcons. They've got some offensive weapons that show up sometimes, including Matt Ryan. And then they've got like not a great defense. And I think in, in New Orleans, I think the Saints are going to destroy. I think that has the potential to be a lot like the Eagles game today. I don't, cause I don't think the Falcons are any better than the Eagles. They've got better offensive weapons. So maybe you're, the Falcons will score more than seven. My but dad wants I, to think they, know, I think they double him up. What was the score of the Eagles game today? It was, ended up 48-7, I think. 48-7. Yeah, 7 Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Well, that was to the point, too. I'm like, get Wentz out of there. Like, nothing – I understand you want to, like, hit on – some. you want to work on some stuff. Yeah, but, like, he's your quarterback in the future. Get him out of there. Blow the other you know. knee out. Yeah, exactly. You have a line. So, the Eagles go into it down, like, t- three of their top four defensive backs – they lose two more today in the first half. And Jason Kelsey it's left like a the game. Mash unit. Jason Kelsey left the game with like an arm injury. Great. So like, yeah. So like they're literally, they've got nothing there. They had guys on defense that were activated for the first time in their career this week off of practice squads. Multiple guys who are filling in. More of the same next week. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at this, one of the things getting back to the Saints real quick. It has been cool. Um, Alex Anzaloni has made a couple big plays. Yes, for that. he has. And yes, that's, that's been really cool Yeah, I was worried to be honest. I was worried because he had the injury issues at Florida. He had the injury issue last year. Well, even and seeing when he was active year, last year, it was yeah. kind of iffy. People were calling but for man, him to not be starting. He kind of like personifies that defense though. Like they have guys who are getting it right on defense right now, and he is one of them. And listen. Again, it, it takes on a different perspective when your team is not necessarily in the hunt. And I know the Eagles are 4-6 and six and not out of the hunt because the NFC East is not real good or strong. Short of the Eagles turning it around, because I haven't really seen signs that they're going to. But short of them turning it around and making a run here in the second half, like I like watching the Saints. It's so much fun to watch Drew Brees. And I sent you this text today. Like I think it's been like close to a decade since we saw them. Play, yeah, well, it and, was um,
0: it was ten seasons ago because right. it was the 0-9 season. Right.
1: Saints won the Super Bowl seeing that year. Him, right, seeing him dissect a part. and it wasn't that Eagles was playing bad defense, but we—I used the analogy ever since we saw that game because people like questioned Drew Brees' arm strength. Ten years ago, they were questioning his arm strength, but I was like, if you hold up an index card or a playing card forty yards away, Drew Brees could knock it out of your hand without hitting your hand. Like yeah. it was unbelievable to see a guy like that throw the football like that. It was just, I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And we flash forward 10 more years. Oh, and all of this is after his career-ending shoulder injury, right? right? right, And he's still doing it. He's still doing it. There were times today where the Eagles' mass unit of a secondary was there, and he just lays it in a spot where no one can knock the ball away. Like, there's only so much you can do, and if you're not prepared to be at your best, and the Eagles were in no way going to be able to be at their best today, it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. This is one you could see coming from a mile away. I did tell some people the only thing that concerned me from the standpoint of like if you're playing fantasy things or whatever is that it just seemed too obvious, and that can sometimes be the opposite way in the NFL, um, but the Saints are looking really good right now, and Drew Brees Man, I want him. If they're going to continue, I want him to get that MVP because he he's never won one. He's never That's won crazy. an MVP. That yeah. is crazy to me. So, yeah, this this could be the year if he keeps this up. Well, this it's not going to be
0: Rodgers or Brady,
1: and he's going to earn it over the back half of this it, schedule. Like, could it
0: be Mahomes or Gurley though? You know, it could be. It could be depending. You on see
1: Mahomes if he throws fifty seven touchdown passes, he gets free Heinz catch-up for life.
0: Hey. <laughs> Not a bad thing to have.
1: Yeah. Give them something to shoot for.
0: So the Saints actually play back-to-back Thursdays just like Dallas does. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this is a this should be a win. Yeah. This should be a win. This should be a win, especially because they're coming off a long break. Yeah. Then you got the, you got the Panthers. Panthers. is tough. Then – so Steelers play Patriots and Saints back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was week 16. So it must be week 15. So – we're, ha- we're going to have to look at that. We're gonna have to go back and look at their schedule. But So, yeah, the Saints have a tough schedule. But honestly, they should win at least three, if not four of them. Yeah. Uh, and they're definitely going to be battle-tested uh, when the uh, regular season winds down. So, yeah. let's quickly look back at the Steelers, Steelers' schedule here. They have six weeks to go. Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Patriots, Saints, Bengals. Oh, God. Right. So, Man. win
1: – Toss up so, against the Chargers, but they they should win that. It's at home. Raiders they should destroy. That should be a destruction. Patriots tough. Saints, at least it's at tough. home. And then Bengals at they le- should at least, win least that it's one. at home. Yeah.
0: So, but again, I mean, even if they go three and three, that's ten five and one. You know, that's probably not good enough to have the two seed.
1: No, but it's it's tough spot right now when you're looking. Yeah, you've got a team out there like the Chiefs who have that game on you. You know, and yeah, that that Patriots Steelers could be for home field advantage. Well, the two seed, I should say. Possibly. Maybe yeah. the one, but definitely the two. Yeah. So, um, you know. It'll, it'll be interesting to kind of see what, what happens going forward.
0: What, before we finish, what's your biggest surprise team uh, and how good they are? And how good they are? I'd probably have to say the Saints. That's mine too, because I just I thought they were at best a 500 and team. And I year. thought the
1: Chiefs were going to take a step back.
0: No, I had the Chiefs winning.
1: I feel <laughs> like the Chiefs' defense is about what I expected, and <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is and way I, and better. I, and I and I and I was on board with Patrick Mahomes. Like I I like Patrick Mahomes. I didn't have any idea. I'd be lying if I told you I had any idea it was going to be anything like what it is right now.
0: Biggest yeah. shock as to how bad they are. How
1: bad they are! You got to think it's Jaguars or Raiders. I would say the Jaguars. Um, I know some people would probably be like, "Well, your Eagles aren't very good." Yeah, but like the Eagles have lost some really close games that they should. The Jaguars are bad, and I don't think like I could look at the Eagles. I know they're four and six, and they've shown no signs of it. I could make an argument for in the right situation, the Eagles not winning out, but making a push in the second half. I'm telling you, I think the Jags quit. After the game today. You look at how dejected they were. And it was a heartbreaking loss for them. And I get right.
0: that. Well, Weren't they up 16 nothing? in the fourth quarter? They were up 16-0 in the
1: fourth quarter. They gave up two touchdowns over the last, or they gave up two scores over the last two and a half minutes of the game. Right. So,
0: yeah, my, uh, I agree, Saints are my biggest surprise as to how good they are. Then...
1: And the Jags, the Jags, I know they would have been at the back end because they lost in the AFC Championship game, but like... Last year was the quarterback class, like everybody talked about it. Last year was the quarterback class and they decided not to make a move. Yeah. So now they're gonna have to make a move this year. Because I'm Blake Bortles is not the guy.
0: Shocked how bad the Raiders got so quickly from two years ago, weren't they? Like fourteen
1: and two or yeah, twelve and four or something like that. They literally traded away all their good yeah. players. Not all their good players. They traded away all their best players. And uh yeah for the- draft picks. And I get it, but the, right. the conventional wisdom is that you hit on 50% of your first round picks. Right. And actually, that's a, that's a misconception. The, the conventional wisdom is that first half of the first round picks are worthy of a first round pick. Right. It would be very interesting to break down by team how often teams hit, you know, cause I'm sure there are teams that hit closer to 75% and there are teams that hit closer 25%. to 25%. <laughs> so. Yeah, and if I'm looking at based on the decisions that John Gruden has been making, are you going to tell me that you're going to give them better than a 50-50 chance to no. hit one first-round pick no, right now? Not at all. No, like I just no. Nope. It'll it'll be interesting <sighs> to see, and I mean they only owe him like ninety million more dollars, so is there <laughs> is for that a long it? haul.
0: Is that it? No. So. Oh well, so that's our little walk down. What, 11 weeks of NFL action? Yeah. Probably the biggest thing we didn't really mention was injury to Jimmy Garoppolo, which was killer yeah. for the 49ers, who I don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year, but we're going to be better than 2-8. and eight.
1: Yeah, and that was the whole expectation of seeing like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners, who were on the rise against Saquon and, and the Giants. Now, yeah. I know they made the schedule before the Giants had Saquon, but he like, had that expectation, and that did not Did out. not happen, but, so... Uh, hopefully
0: he heals up and comes back and the 49ers can do something with an early draft pick, maybe give him some help. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, we will not be having a show next week. Uh, I will be away Thanksgiving weekend, but we will be back the following week, which is probably, what, December 2nd? Yeah. I think. Like so we'll be back in two weeks to talk a little bit more, and then we'll be back two weeks after that to talk again. And then we're right into the holiday time period, so things might get a little dicey. I think I threw up a tentative schedule on jmnjrradio.com, so you can check that out there. But, you know, we will be around. We're going to have uh, this regular show, hopefully, at least th- three weeks a month. That's always my goal, is to get through three shows a month in and uh, go from there. So, it's good to be back, good to be talking NFL. And, uh, yeah, anything anything to add? Uh,
1: no. I mean, I am interested to see that game of the century of the year.
0: Uh, (laughs) Tomorrow tomorrow night, night, right? So,
1: um, we'll see if I can stay awake for more than the first quarter. So, there's always that.
0: Yeah, well, we obviously missed a lot of birthdays and anniversaries and whatnot over the last, uh, three plus months. So, we're sorry we missed you. And, uh, I have not prepared them at this point. So, I'm sorry that we're going to miss a few more of you. We'll
1: have to give one of those kind of like, um, I like what espn does on christmas eve when they run like the whole they end sports center and they run like 15 minutes of just like the thank yous and acknowledgements to basically everyone for the year <laughs> that works on the campus right or right, right we'll just do that so ah, it sounds you, like a you plan. can look for that yeah, we can do that we can do that so
0: <laughs> all right well i think that's it so thanks for tuning in we'll be back again in two weeks so for justin raffoff i'm joe mays thanks for tuning in to this episode of the joe mays and j-raff show
1: Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays
0: and j show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and
1: Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at joemaysandjraff.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF show is part of the JMNJR radio network. For more info, visit jmnjrradio.com.